And I think for a lot of people get lost because they think like, I only have 50 followers. I only have 100 followers. I only have 200 followers. I don't have a lot to work with. It's like, no, I have something I can work with. And that's what pushed me on. You'll actually see TikTokers with 80,000, 100,000, 500,000 quit because their accounts are growing and, and their thought process becomes, I don't know what else I can do with this. Welcome to the Social Media Church Podcast. I'm Neil Smith, joined by my co-host, Aaron Magnuson. And Aaron, we got a special guest that we have been hyping up a little bit uh, as we've gotten into 2022 and that we're very excited about. Uh, We have had a front row seat uh, to his genius. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so, Aaron, if you would introduce our guest and then I'm ready to just jump into TikTok and all the goods around it. I'm I'm very excited uh, about this guest um, because we, let's see, we started talking about this in November of last year before my world got crazy moving to Dallas. And what's crazy is I just moved that much closer to this guest. I, I think I think at this moment, presently, when this is being recorded, we're probably just a couple miles away from each other. Uh, we, we could have done this in person. Uh, we're both in Plano. And one of Nils, our favorite ministries, Life Without Limbs, is in Plano. Uh, it's where I live. It's where they've actually, they moved just before. Uh, so it's kind of been this one big happy move from California over here to Plano. But um, I'm trying to remember, I mean, you've been working Nils with, with Life Without Limbs forever and Nick Vujicic and the team. And uh, recently in 20, I say recently in 20, uh, 2021, um, they brought on uh, this, this guest to help them with all things TikTok. And Nils and I have been hyping up TikTok uh, this whole year. Um, and Nils, you've really been leading the space in this in terms of, uh, you know, when it was Facebook, get on Facebook. Uh, and now when it was, you know, when it was Instagram and YouTube, get on Instagram, YouTube, and now it's TikTok. And so if you haven't learned by now, listen to Nils when he's telling you to do something. And what I love about Nils is he doesn't have to know everything. He just has to know the person that knows everything about these uh, different things. And so uh, we are bringing in the resident expert for TikTok. We've been talking about TikTok, but we haven't been talking practically about TikTok because I don't think Nils and I should be the ones delivering you guys the content on that. It's It's this guest. And so um, Jonah is quickly, quickly became, uh, one of our good friends and has been helping life without limbs as well as so many other ministries, including his own all through TikTok. Uh, and so today we're going to be talking about TikTok, but we're going to mostly let Jonah talk about it. Uh, Jonah, we're so glad that you're here. Um, and I, I just love it if you would, uh, introduce yourself, uh, to our audience uh, just what you do, where you're from, your life, your passion, because there's so much passion behind what you do. Um, and uh, we're just excited to dive into all things TikTok. Awesome. Thank you guys for having me. My my name is Jonah Wiley. On TikTok, I'm known as the Bible teacher. Uh, I jumped on TikTok probably January 2021. So I just wow. passed a year birthday. Wow. And uh, I, I did it kind of based off of uh, my mentor, Jay Smith. Uh, he said like, Hey, you should go on TikTok." And like earlier before that, I'm like, I'm never going to get on TikTok. Like that's that it's a stupid app. It's like, it's not, it's not my style. And then I jumped on it and kind of realized I was good at it and started playing around with it, started having fun with it, grew a following. And then before I knew it, like without limbs came calling and said like, Hey, do you want to help us out with this area? And it quickly turned into its own ministry. It, it turned into like, I was just given, uh, just God gave me a, uh, 
platform of influence. And I'm like, Lord, I'm going to utilize this to the best of my abilities, steward it well, and give you all the glory in the process. That's amazing. I, I love, I love too. And I, I didn't know that Jay was the one that turned you on to TikTok because uh, Jay, Jay is closer to my age than your age. That's right. Um, and so he's not, the, he's not the guy you would think would be on the front edge, but knowing Jay, he is, uh, he, sure is. He, he is one of those guys that, that has stayed on the front edge uh, in ministry. I love that he, he pushed you into it. What I, I would love to know, how did you, Jonah, like, did you have a background in video? What, what yeah. is it about you that Jay said, you know, you, you need to get onto TikTok or what, how did you get started as that kind of bug was put in your ear? So I, I have no history of like social media expertise at all. I was just, uh, when, when Jay mentioned it to me, he saw that there was a big move of, of Christian uh, gospel preaching on TikTok, specifically through, you have a uh, big TikTok uh, collaborations with uh, Timothy Bruce with Shane Winnings, Brian Barcelona, David Ladding, you got all these guys that are so influential in TikTok sphere that he saw me in that similar light. And so I gave it a go and I don't I don't do the same kind of style as they do, but it kind of morphed into its own little thing. Like it like I have my own vibe to it. I got my own culture and texture to it. And so yeah. that was kind of his biggest reason. It wasn't because he knew I was going to be good at social media. It was that he knew that the Holy Spirit was in me. He knew that the Holy Spirit yeah. passion was in me to preach the gospel to all nations. And it's like if I can preach Jesus to a thousand people just through my phone, why not do that every day? And by that time you have three hundred and sixty five thousand people hearing the gospel. That's year, right. year round. That's right. That's exactly right. And Jonah, I, I want to, before we dive into the practicality of TikTok, I, I just want to explore the heart because I do think that that matters. Uh, and we have some listeners, I'm sure, uh, that have that heart for Facebook, have that heart for Instagram, have that heart uh, for the demographics that maybe are there. And so we're going to talk about TikTok and TikTok is for sure where you should at least understand and be focused because it is where the next generation is going. Uh, in the next generation of social media, not just in, in terms of age, but it's really important that these are just tools. And, and what I want you to hear in the conversation today is the passion behind the tool of TikTok being used by Jonah, uh, because that is way more important. And I'm glad that we're starting here. Uh, Nils and I are going to give you the, the, the best tools and the most effective tools for the present age. And we're going to tell you all about those and how to use those. But it, it, all of those tools fall flat if they're not powered by the person that is uh, indwelt by the Holy Spirit. And so uh, I would love it, Jonah, if you just maybe gave us a little bit of your background, like where, where did this passion come from? Uh, where did this call come from? And then obviously you had a mentor that told you, hey, TikTok is a great tool. I see you being really skilled at using this tool. Uh, so go use it. But, but, but let's talk about your passion and, and, and where that calling comes from before we dive into uh, the practicality of TikTok. Yeah, so I have a a very unique testimony of how I encountered Christ. I grew up in church, left the church in high school, had a uh, I I would call it a Samuel like mm. testimony where I was sitting at a community college and I hear the voice of God say, "Move to California, attend this specific Bible college," and then I did, and I experienced something that I had later figured out was called the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and when you have a testimony like that and you come from this uh, past of being broken and depressed and apathetic and you have no reason to live and it feels like you're just breathing to death. And then you find the answers to all of that. And you're like, oh my gosh, I just found the, the lottery. And then you look at your friend next to you and you'd be like, you're still struggling with the same thing I'm dealing with or I was dealing with. 
Right. And I have the answer. It's like, if you have the cure for cancer, why would you keep that to yourself and not tell everybody? So that's where like the drive came from. It's like, there's so many people that want what I have, but don't know how to get it. And I'm like, I have the answer. Here it is. His name is Jesus. That's so good. That's so good. So let's let's get into. I'd love to hear as as you as that developed in your heart, and even as you got introduced to TikTok as a platform. What was your first TikTok you ever created and posted? Do you, do you remember that? Uh, I think so. I think it's still up. If you go to my account and you go all the way back, you act, I I left my old videos up so you can see my progression. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so the yeah. first video I posted, I remember. It is so crazy because I took a 21 day fast from social media okay. right before my account blew up. Yeah. And I was like, I, I wasn't on TikTok at all. I was just browsing through Instagram was the main thing. I just kind of like wanted to purge my mind. And the first one was like a duet talking about like uh, wrist tattoos. And so I made a little wrist tattoo and said like, hey, this is this is the testimony of my tattoo. And then, uh, yeah, so it was super corny, super cheesy. My face wasn't in the camera. I was really camera shy. And uh, but you'll see some of my old photos and you see me gradually throughout the videos where I start to become more confident and more bold and to the point where it's like, I can look stupid in front of a camera and I'm okay with it. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. I I think, and I think this is such an important, that's an important lesson for so many to hear. And and that was only a year ago. And so I think there's a lot of, of pastors and ministry leaders that just aren't comfortable in front of, and I say the camera, really in front of their front phone, because that is the camera that's predominantly used. And they, they're confident on a, a, a platform or in front of a pulpit, but they're not confident in front of a camera. Although it's, at the end of the day, I think even for a pastor ministry leader, you probably weren't confident in front of that pulpit the first time you got behind it too. Right. Uh, it took time uh, and it took reps and it takes it takes a lot of just doing it and ripping that bandaid off. And and the truth is, Jonah, you could, if you wanted to delete it, you're, 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 you're sharing it still, yes. you know? Uh, but, but the reality is, is just cause you post it doesn't mean you can't delete it later if you're not comfortable in it. But if right. you post nothing, you're guaranteed to reach no one. And, exactly. and so I think that it, it just has to get some reps point. out there uh, more, more than, more than anything. Um, okay. So you got your first TikTok up there. How did that switch from building even your platform to building somebody else's platform in Nick Vujicic? Uh, and where did even the yeah. name Limbless Preacher come from? Like what was the, the, the birth of that, that ministry initiative? So as I was kind of feeling the vibe and feeling like, okay, this is what I'm good at. This is what I have fun with. And I originally chose the name The Bible Teacher for a reason. I knew that nobody gave a rip about who Jonah Wiley was. Right. And when you're browsing on TikTok, like you can just put Jonah.Wiley or, or whatever, which was my original name. And it's like, nobody knows who that is. So if I want to hook them into who I am, give me an adjective as a title. So I went with the Bible teacher because when I made my TikTok account, I was a, I was actually a private school Bible teacher in Ventura, California at the time. So I was like, okay, this is my job. So I'll just say the Bible teacher. Wow. And my account blew up by the time I, by the time Life Without Limbs called i was about i was about thirty thousand followers and that was when i was really getting like the feel of what i what i was good at and i always always target uh videos that were funny realistic or uh relative and convicting at the same time that would be my target like if i could get all three of those at the same time nailed it like that's that's what i really aim for so 
Uh, for example, I had a, uh, a TikTok that kind of blew up, hit, hit like about 50,000 views where the caption was, when somebody is testing your patience, but you're called to love them like Jesus in the audio is like, just don't say it, 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 don't say it. So I'm like in the, in the video, I'm like getting angry and irritated by my mouth shut because I'm trying to love like Jesus. So it's like, it's, it's funny because you're laughing at it. It's relative because you're like, oh, I've been there so many times. And it's convicting yeah. because it's like, oh man, maybe I really should keep my mouth shut when I'm angry. So if you hit like all three of them, like perfect. And so when Nick asked me to help run his account, I was like, okay, let, let me let me experiment a bit. We, working with Life Without Limbs, I took basically any archived video footage of him that I could find. I took some of his YouTube devotionals. I took some of his world tours. I took some of his preaching. And I paid attention to what worked for me. And I correlated that with, with Nick as well. And kind of figured out what worked. It probably took two months to kind of figure out what was really working. We posted probably two, three videos a day. And... Uh, we did one video where I tried a specific technique and that video hit 2 million views. Wow. So I was like, okay, now I found the sweet spot. And yes. that was when that happened, he was at uh, maybe 10 K 10,000, maybe yeah, wow. now he's at 820,000. That's crazy. Just hitting that button over and over and over again. Like I found the sweet spot. I know what pulls people in. I know what, um, uh, speaks life into them. And then we even use the same analogy or strategy with, with his TikTok name. It's like, you know, Nick Vujicic is, is a cool name, but again, like Gen Z doesn't really know who Je Nick Vujicic is. Millennials right. do because he went to their schools and all that. They know him from yeah. the budget. Yeah. Gen totally. Z doesn't really know who he is. So we could put Nick Vujicic or, or yeah. whatever, but it's like, Hey, let's, you know, this is have fun with it. So yeah. we see limbless preacher and you see that on right. the tag. Like, Wait, what, what do you mean limbless preacher? And then you see like, he has the easiest hook on TikTok ever. Because you got to hook them in. All you got to do is get a full body shot of Nick. You already got him. Totally. Yes. The easiest, and, and which has always been true, on frankly, on any medium. I mean, on, on YouTube, on, in person, it, the, the easiest hook ever. Uh, but it's really easy to do on TikTok. And Nils, I'm laughing because this is this is what you've always experienced, like being a part of this ministry for probably a decade almost, like for a really long time. Um, who, Nick, who, who is that? Oh, the guy, the guy that goes around preaching with no limbs. Oh yeah. I remember that guy. I know that guy. Uh, and yes. so Jonah, I just think that that's really wise. And, and if you haven't connected the dots, uh, by listening yet, uh, it's really important to evaluate, are you known or not known by your name? Uh, and on TikTok, the currency seems to be, I'm, I'm learning this right now. So, so correct me if I'm wrong, Jonah, the currency seems to be that, uh, figure out something that you're going to be remembered by. Uh, have the name match the content, and that's probably not your name. You're probably not well known enough uh, as a list. And if you are, I would love Nils and I would love to meet you. I would love to talk to you. Um, but you're probably not well known enough to uh, have your name on there. And so take the corner market with your handle uh, on TikTok based on what you're going to be talking about. I think that's so brilliant, Jonah. Just what you chose to do. Um, but so what I'm curious about is. Those three uh, core foundations that you want to work into every piece of your content, where did that skeleton or framework come from? And was that true to Jonah or is that true on TikTok overall? So it kind of started with, I started running with a group called the Jesus Clubs. Um, and I see their strategy and what are, their strategy works brilliantly. And I would see all this... Uh, these Christian TikTokers preaching the gospel and, and saying like, you know, Jesus loves you. God has a plan for you. God's going to do this for you. And it's like, okay, 
they have that covered, let me do something they're not talking about. Because everybody, like everybody knows, like, you know, David Ladding is always preaching the gospel all the time, for example. I don't want to do the same. I don't want to say the same things he's saying because he already said it. I don't want to like, we're, let me take a different path. And so I, I, as I was making these videos, I realized that those were the really three big keys as to why people watch videos. It's that they want something to laugh and they want something that they can relate to and they want something that will challenge their thinking. And so I kind of correlated that with, with all of them. And I really, uh, really make an approach to bring about thoughts that that make even make people uncomfortable at times because I want to push the agenda like, Hey, we are Christians. That does not mean you can do whatever you want to do. That means you're obedient to God. That means you love your neighbor as yourself, even if they're toxic, even if they're mean, like you still got to love them. You still got to forgive them. Like Jesus literally says in Matthew five, where he says, if you don't forgive people of their sins, the father won't forgive you. Right. And Christians tend to skip over that verse. They're like, Oh, that's not what it means. They're like, no, that's exactly what it means. So right. let me, Put that in your face on TikTok. Let me like let's confront that truth and acknowledge that there's an area in your life where Jesus is not Lord. Let's repent because when you repent, you go back to the Father and you grow in your faith even more. Yes, yes, I love it, I, Jonah. What what would you say are the three biggest wins? Uh, and it didn't be three; it could be two or four. Uh, but what what would you say are kind of the biggest wins? in your TikTok ministry over the past year? Like things, what are the top things that come to mind? I like it's in stories. Well, I would say stories or like this video just went viral. This, you know, yeah. life was impacted or, you know, what, what, however, whatever comes to mind is like the biggest wins uh, in your time investment into TikTok this past year. Gotcha. So right now I'm about 90,000 followers. Yeah. It sounds like a lot until you work for Nick Vujicic and then yeah. you're humbled pretty quickly. <laughs> so it's really like, quickly. It's like I can I can brag like I'm not going to brag, but even if I did, I don't really have a lot of room because like I have ninety thousand. Nick has almost ten times that much. So I'm like right. I don't I can't I can't really do anything. Um, there was one time where I I actually introduced the prophetic ministry into TikTok as well. Mm-hmm. So July of 2021, I felt the Lord say, I want you to go on your phone record a TikTok video and say whatever I tell you to say at that moment. Don't prep mm. it. One shot, done. Wow. And so I sat down in, in a dark room with the camera looking at me and I said, Lord, tell me what to say. The first thing I heard, I didn't want this for you. I never wanted that to happen to you and I'm so sorry it did. I know mm. it hurt. I know you cried because I cried with you, but if you give me the pain, I'll take it away. And like the heart of the father or like, I have no idea who I'm talking to at this person at this point. I'm just like, this is what this person needs to hear. I don't know who I'm talking to, but the Lord's telling me to say it. I clicked it. I recorded it, posted it 300,000 views within a couple of weeks. Wow. And it quickly kind of became like, these people were like bawling their eyes out being like, I never knew God could speak to me like that. I didn't know. Like it, it brought people back to the heart of the father where it's like, I don't know who, what circumstance I'm, I'm talking about, but that became like an overall trend. That was some of my most famous videos where people would like, people would comment and be like, can you please do your messages from God videos again? Like, that's what, that's what I would, I would talk. That's what I call them. Just a message from God, yeah. which was the hook. Um, and it eventually led to, uh, I was doing a tour stop in New Jersey and uh, I bumped into this girl and she said, uh, her name was Brie. And she said, uh, Hey, you look familiar. Are you on TikTok? Sorry. I was like, yeah. 
it's like the first time ever anybody's ever like stopped me and like recognized wow. me. I was like, yeah, this is probably October, 2021. And she pulls out her phone and she pulls up that video. She says, wow. this video changed my life. Wow. And it brought me back to the father. We're still in contact today. That's crazy. And there's, there's so many stories. There's, there's people who DM me and they say, you really helped me love God more. And, and I've never thought of it like this. And you show me different parts of the Bible and, and, it's it's brought people feeling like they could trust me, mm-hmm. and I also know that uh, God spoke to me. God spoke to me earlier in in January 2021, where I bumped into some old friends, and they saw me go from a Bible teacher to now a a TikToker, and they said like the Lord has truly blessed you. Mm. And God said, "No, I didn't." And I was like, "What? What, what do you mean? Like I, I feel blessed?" He goes, "I didn't bless you. I gave you more opportunities to serve." Yes. And that's, that's how I treat it. It's like, this is my TikTok account. I don't care if I get hated on. I don't care if mm-hmm. I get canceled. I'm here to serve the people on the TikTok industry. And that there's like so there's so many wins. There's so many stories as to uh, how God has moved. And like as of right now, there's probably, I think, either 80 or 90 message from God to you videos where I'll just stare at the camera and um, yeah. and I'll just speak truth. And like you read the comments and you can tell like people are hearing God. What, my favorite comment is, Every time I see you pop up on my For You page, I get a mini heart attack because I know you're going to tell me something that I've been trying to avoid. And somehow the Spirit of God is going to tell you, and I don't know how to confront that, but thank you for saying it anyway. What I'm so fascinated by, Jonah, is like what I'm listening to you talk, and I'm thinking about the pastors who are listening, who get into a pulpit each week, um, and and. In a, in a way, have this experience as well, where people may come up to, man, I just really felt like God was saying something directly to me, like your message was for me. Um, and how easily we can get distracted or demonize the exact same thing happening, uh, but just because it's not done on stage behind a pulpit, it's it's not the same. Um, but what I'm listening to you share and talk is is the exact same experience. Uh, it just happens to be on the internet with nobody in the room while you're doing it. And somebody meets you later on, like months. Um, and maybe even, you know, you'll have more stories like this years later. It still blows my mind that you haven't even been doing this for uh, much longer than a year. And you've had stories like this. But this um, this is the new stage. Uh, this is, And it's not a Sunday for one hour thing. Um and, and so I, I would maybe, so one of my questions is, I just had that realization. So I just wanted to verbalize that, uh, for anybody who might be listening to like, oh, this guy's all about himself. Uh, I could promise you just, just, just talking, uh, to Jonah and knowing what I've known of Jonah and even just having this conversation with him. Uh, that's, that's not, uh, the case at all. And that's not what translates through the camera even now. And so Jonah, I'm just, I'm really blown away. I can't believe you're only 25. Uh, mm-hmm. and that you've had these experiences and, and really uh, seem to figure these things out. And so um, what I am curious about is early on, before these wins even showed up, what made you keep making videos on TikTok? Like what, what, what's maybe that story of like, oh no, did, like I, I see what's happening here. Like I understand this is why Jay recommended this and even maybe why like I feel like God has led me to this platform what were what was like an early story where you're like, no, I'm going to keep doing this because I understand. I think it was the. Uh, I know this may not be very applicable for some people, but I, I got success pretty quickly, mm. 
and I saw that it was working. I remember I got a thousand followers within my first two months. Wow. Um, and it was something like not creative at all. Like I post, I think I posted like a Tim Hawkins, like funny video or something. I'm just on my TikTok and it grew like half a million, half a million views and it blew up my account. So I was like, Oh, now I have like a legit following now. Like, Hey, now I can act. And then my thought process was I can do something with this. Yes. And I think where a lot of people get lost because they think like, I only have 50 followers. I only have a hundred followers. I only have 200 followers. I don't have a lot to work with. It's like, no, I have something I can work with. And that's what pushed me on. You'll actually see TikTokers with 80,000, a hundred thousand, 500,000 quit because their account stops growing and their and their thought process becomes i don't know what else i can do with this and so i pressed on because i knew over and over again it's like there are people that are being touched by what i'm doing i would go on tiktok lives where um and i would just read the bible and teach a bit like i lived up to my name on tiktok like i'm teaching you the bible this is like i went through the book i went through matthew mark luke and john so far and I would just teach them the word and it created more of a community, created more of a following. And people started asking me questions on the Bible and it brought into people asking me for prayer. People like I, yeah. I've done exorcisms on TikTok live before. Like sometimes it, it went that crazy. Wow. And so it's all started with the mindset of God has given me something and I'm going to steward it. Even if it wow. looks like nothing right now, it may not grow for me. It did. But even if it didn't, it's like, you know, I'm at, I'm not even at 90,000. I've been close to that number for the past two or three months. And I, my mindset is like, Hey, even if I don't grow, that's still 70,000 plus people 100%. that look at me nearly, I don't know, every week, every time they're on TikTok. Right. It's like, that's 70,000 people that are, there's, there are churches that are not even that size. Like the my friend. following is bigger than some churches. And I'm like, okay, let's take advantage of that. Yes. That's right. I love it. I, I, uh, it's such an inspiration, Jonah. I, I'd love to know. I mean, I want to get into some tactical yes. a little bit. Uh, what, but one of the, and I'm going to just jump right ahead, and then I want to go back to just even some of your process. But right now, I noticed that you're on TikTok Live uh, while oh, we're doing I this. To say that, yes. Why, why, why are you on TikTok Live? What's so the strategy there and the intentionality for somebody you know that's maybe running a ministry account? What, what can they learn from you right now? Going ahead and turning on TikTok so in the middle good, of this Mills. interview. So I've I've found that I can preach Jesus all night, every day, which is yeah. powerful in and of itself. But people really need to see it applied. Yeah. Like they don't like you can you can preach John 3.16, Philippians 4, 8, Romans 8, 28 all day long, but they don't know what that looks like. So what I'll do when I'm on TikTok Live, when I'm doing normal things, I'll say, like, hey, this is my life with Jesus at the center. Yeah. This is what I do. This is how I balance a schedule with Jesus at the center. This is how I handle familiar relationships with Jesus at the center. So like even like on a podcast, it's like, hey, I want people to see me respond to a podcast, which is what Paul said in his epistles. Like, follow me as I follow Christ. Look at me. Look at Christ like all the more because I'm not your savior. But if you don't know, like this is this is where discipleship really comes in. It's like you're looking at somebody else live their life for Jesus and then mimic it, take from it learn from it. So I didn't want to be that guy where it's like, oh yeah, he's just a guy that just posts funny videos all the time. It's like, no, I'm an actual person. Come and look and see Jesus inside of me. Look at the fruit inside of me. So I'll go on TikTok live if I'm just playing video games and I'll just answer questions or or if I'm, uh, do, I'll just teach Bible and just talk about my life and say like, hey guys, I've had a really hard week and this is what I'm doing about it. I'm not staying in 
whatever mess I'm in, right. I'm going to God about it. I'm in my word about it. I had an argument with God today. Like I show them what a relationship with God really looks like versus saying wow. like, hey, go to your Bible, go to your Bible, go to your Bible, go to your Bible, which is, I'm not saying that's not powerful at all, but right. that's not discipleship. Yeah. Yes. People need to be yeah. discipled. Wow. Yeah. I, this, gosh, Nils, you probably have a thousand questions. I just can't help but, but think about when this podcast started in 2013, which I wasn't even there for, but just like the, and what we've been talking about with Instagram, get on these things because people need to see you outside of the pulpit. And here we are talking to Jonah in February, 2022. And he is just, he is the embodiment as a 25 year old. I think of what we've always tried to push and help the 40, 50 year olds, even 60 year old pastors understand people do care about that food that you're posting. Uh, people do care about you know, seeing what conversations you're in. People do care about seeing your family. People do care about it because how else are they going to see the embodiment of Jesus in you? Jonah, thank you so much for sharing that. Like that, I, ju I just feel like this is the, the culmination, Nils, of what you've been harping on and preaching for the past almost decade now. Yeah. So, so let's, I, I love it. Um, and, and I, and that's exactly right. And I think it's, I think the big takeaway that I'm hearing is like, look, just do it and, and yeah. be who you are and find who you are. The best way to do that is to do it. Uh, and then to see what, how people respond and then lean into that. And so, you know, as Jonah listened to the Holy Spirit and like did, yes. you know, the, the video, like, and he saw the impact and they kept doing that. Um, and, and I think we got to, we got to, that, that's just, it's, it's, it's almost just like, so like, duh, like just do it, but we don't. And, and I think right. if there's anything anybody hears, it's like, I, I want to dig into strategy, but, I, but I think the most important thing anybody can hear is just do it yes. and you can get better at it. Let's, I want to talk about how you do it though, Jonah. Agreed. Are you using a separate camera? Are you using your phone? Are you using the native app? Are you using splice? What, what tools are you using to capture and create the TikToks? Oh, I only use my phone. That's it. It's like so, so quick. Like I don't do video editing or anything. Like I'll do, like there was a series where I did where it was like uh, seeing Jesus in cinema where I would post like movie clips that I yeah. see Jesus in such as uh, like Chronicles of Narnia, Lord of the Rings and, and like stuff where I would see Jesus in there and be like, hey, this is what Jesus looks like in the movie. And that yeah. was like the only time like I, I really use like Adobe Premiere or whatever. Everything else is just, uh, hey, I have an idea. I think you can represent yeah. the gospel well record it, make a skit, make a funny sound, whatever. It takes like, you could make 10 videos in half an hour. Yeah. If you, if you really like put your mind to it. And you do all the effects and everything in TikTok. You don't, you're not using a third party app. Yeah. I don't really use a lot of special effects. I think on TikTok, the only ones I really use is like a backdrop. Um, yeah. It has like a green screen filter. And like, that's where it's like, if I'm pretending to be God and like talking Something I'll use that as a backdrop. Yeah, yeah. I use yeah. the zoom feature a lot, where I'll just like have my like yeah. my thumb on a phone, and as I'm talking, I'll just zoom into my face, zoom out, zoom in, zoom out, and like yeah, that's yeah. Really the only two that I use. I don't go fancy. Wow. I don't go. I'm I'm not like a big YouTube star. It's like no, I'm just having yeah. fun with my phone and just making funny videos. And at the end of the day, I think they're funny. I don't want to yeah. post videos that I don't like. And no lenses or microphones either connected to your phone. Like the basically a, a uh, what do you call it? A selfie stick is your one device. Your one kind yeah, of. Third I, got, I got this charger. fancy thing right here that helps me sometimes. 
Okay. What is that? Where it's like, you know, it, it'll hold my phone. It can bend over and stuff like that. But that's that's about it. Like, I don't go like super high tech. Yeah, yeah. Actually, Nick saw this and he goes, I want one of those. <laughs> that's awesome. Like, yeah, here's a link, so. link out to that. Yeah. I've never seen one uh, that looks like that. But it just holds your phone. Yep. Holds my phone, twists it, it extends. So it's it's like the perfect tool. And it like shrinks so I can put it in my backpack, which is a lifesaver. Because yeah. you get those super tall ring lights that you got to like have like a second care- case to carry them. And it's like, this fits yeah. in my backpack. I'm taking this one. Right. There's a light on there too? There is. Uh, I haven't quite figured out how to work it. Nice. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, I don't really use it. Um, uh, lighting, I just need to have just be in a bright room and it works. Yep. Like I'm yep. not, I'm so down to earth that it's almost, it almost looks like I don't even try. Right. So, so let's let's talk about this though. You're taking you're taking the device, the device in your pocket that we all already have. Yes. Um, you're taking probably I'm guessing like a a, a thirty dollar tripod, uh, you know, or phone holder uh, is maybe the only additional expense that you spend on this, and you're taking the TikTok app, which is free, and and you've reached how many people in the last year? Uh, do do you have any kind of numbers idea? Um, uh, within a year, I think I counted like from the time I started to the time, like the one year anniversary, I think it was 80. Oh, how many people I've reached or how many followers I have reached in both at both with, with Nick's accounts and your accounts. So oh you just got on TikTok millions. a year ago, millions. you're now, you've got two accounts that you've really managed and led, uh, and you're really just using the one device and the one app, uh, for the most part, minimum 10 million. Minimum ten million. Wow! And 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 that costs you the expense of that of how much have you spent on ads or hardware or devices or software to get that never zero dollars? Never bought software. This yes. one, I was like, oh, I could use that. Like it, it was like fifty bucks, but it's like you don't need that. Yeah. Most of the time, I don't use it unless I'm going on TikTok Live like I am right now, or I am need like my stand to be pointing away so I can they can see my full body or whatever. But I don't yes. need it. That's so, so I think I think the lesson here is I, I hear so many ministry leaders make excuses yes. as to why they can't reach people or do things, and a lot of times it's hardware. It's I can't afford the fancy cameras that this ministry has or this church has, or I don't have the team that this person has. And one of the things I love, Jonah, that you have shown here is yes, Nick already had a million followers on other accounts, and so he's going to naturally draw a different audience. Yes, he is going to get attention because he's limbless. But, but you're doing this both on your account and his account. And Nick has also been preaching for over a decade. You had not been, and you were not comfortable on camera, you know? And so, and in one year, you've grown and, and impact out of your personal account, tons of people and on Nick's accounts. And so whether you're doing this yourself or you're doing this for someone else, I just think all excuses when it comes to TikTok or out the window. And I would say the other is advertising. A lot of times I hear people say, of, well, they just bought all their followers. Uh, Jonah did not buy his followers. Um, and so it is it, it, it is still, I believe, and I, and I believe the truth is, I think ministries that are getting into it now are going to have a harder time than Jonah did because Jonah chose to get in early, you know, and, and I think made the commitment and, and it, but I still believe it's a land grab moment and opportunity and you can have organic success and growth and impact. Jonah, if you were starting all over today, what what would you do differently today than you did a year ago? Nothing. 
Nothing. No, same game, same strategy. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. And, and and what about TikTok as a platform? I mean, I know the, the classic thing that we've heard for the past five years, Nils, is, well, they changed their algorithm and now I have to do something differently. And so I'm hearing you say you would do the exact same thing. What about TikTok as a platform? Is is that is that true of the platform as well, where it's it's the same game? Kind of, kind of yeah. Sometimes the algorithm does change. Like sometimes like a year ago, it was really dependent on like likes, shares, comments. Now, now it's like video view time. So it's like it's not a super big adjustment. Uh, the shorter your videos you are, the shorter the videos you make, the better. Uh, you know, stuff like that. But no, it's not. It's not complicated. Right. It's and that's where people kind of get like going back to what Neil said. It's like, oh, there's so many excuses. Like, no, just take your phone, tell them Jesus loves you, post it, <laughs> right. do that three times a day. Yes. So I'm thinking practically, uh, you, and we're going to go shift into um, Nick Nick's uh, TikTok because um, a lot of our listeners, I would imagine, are like Nick in the sense that they probably have some backlogged content somewhere. They've been standing in a pulpit preaching every week, uh, and you have obviously been able to help LWL capitalize on historical content. If I'm a preacher listening to this right now, and maybe I'm not quite ready or don't have the bandwidth or haven't worked it into my schedule, though you should start doing this. And I and I want to start on TikTok with historical content. What are some of those things that you've done on Nick's page with his already recorded content that's played well on TikTok that would help a preacher think about, this is what I should be doing on TikTok, at least to start? So for Nick's, I had to, I had to approach that one differently. Okay. Because Nick was not always available to make TikToks. Right. Or on my account, it's only me. So it's like, okay. But it's also like, okay, we have hours of hours of hours of old content. So, um, and for for anybody listening, you can go on Limitless.Preacher uh, on TikTok to kind of get the full idea of, of yes. what I do. So I would go through, I would use a software like Adobe Premiere, and I would go through each sermon. So if he has an hour-long sermon, so... Uh, I'm trying to think like say, say his Ted talk, for example, he made a Ted talk a couple years ago. I believe I take that video, put it in the nine by 16 format, which you can do on Adobe premiere where it fits on your phone and you clip at like 15 seconds to a minute intervals of where he has a very strong statement and a complete thought that people can take away. Uh, and so for, for Nick, where I really struggled to find out like his strategy of how to best utilize him, it took me time to figure that out. And like, that's, that's what I had to do with my account. I was like, okay, what is my audience? What is my niche? What is my trend? Like, what are people going to know me by from my personal account? I was like, okay, Bible teacher, Christian minister, Nick is like, uh, evangelist, preacher, spokesman, speaker, like all this stuff. So it's like, okay, I got to switch gears, but take what I use for mine use it for his. So you take a sermon. I found out for, for Nick, for example, Nick, and you'll see this on, on his videos. He does very, very well when the first thing you hear is a very strong statement and it's written in words on the screen. Okay. Give us an the example. The first time I did that, 2 million views. Wow. So give us Where an example. The statement was, you think my problem is that I have no arms and no legs. Hmm. So they are hearing it. While they are seeing it, and all this, and plus where he has no limbs, all of that combined, they're like, "What is this?" And then you got him hooked. And yep. I've been using that strategy every single time. His highest video is nearly 18 million views. Oh my god! And the first thing you hear is, 
God, please give me arms and legs. Wow. That's the first thing they see. That's the first yeah. thing they hear. So they, they see it and they see it written in text and, exactly. and that's immediately. And that's the beauty of the TikTok platform, right? You're swiping up that hits your screen and you can't not see it and you can't not hear it. And then you're intrigued and, and you're ready to go. But I'd imagine this could be true of, of anybody. Oh yeah. As well. Anybody can do this strategy. Just Even with point. Nick, like music is really key for Nick. I found out that piano works really, really well. With Interesting. So if you take like, I've, I took piano covers of Christians, of secular songs. I took Mockingbird by Eminem. I took uh, In the End by Linkin Park. And I found like the uh, the instrumental version on piano, put that with his voice. And it was like beautiful. I had to like text Jay, uh, Jay Smith, the COO. And I said, hey, I have a really powerful video by Nick. And it is so amazing if I put In the End by Linkin Park piano version next to it. I know it's like, it's such a catchy song. So people will know it, notice immediately, yep. but it fits so well yep. and it works so beautifully. Are you okay if I post it? Right. I said, yes. Quarter million views, at Crazy. least maybe, maybe half a million. But so, it's like, so music is key. So having some backdrop is key. Background music. Yeah. Um, Cause it's like, it, you know, people get a little awkward when they're watching somebody talk and there's like no sound to it. Unless right. of course you're like David Ladding where he does that all the time and it works. But sure. uh, for Nick, it's like, okay, he's on stage. Like I'm finding archive footage of him on stage. I could probably do, depending depending on the content and the speaker and all that, I could I could do 20 to 40 TikTok videos in an hour long sermon. Wow. By like sitting down and taking all my attention and focusing on it and be like, okay, where can I see a viral video within the 60 minutes? Where can I see 60 seconds that'll impact somebody's life within the 60 minute video? And it's a scavenger wow. hunt. Where you just sit there, you listen, you learn, and while like I, I feel like I know Nick so well because I've watched like hours of his content. It's like yes. I know all his uh, slogans, I know all his catchphrases, uh, but that's it's you just got to put in the work. I love it. I love it. I I'm I, I'm I would say I'm so convicted coming yes. out of this call, and I feel like we we we're gonna need to have you back on, Joda, again <laughs> soon because I think it's this TikTok's not going away. I think we're gonna need to to really dig into. Uh, the the strategy, um, and this isn't our last conversation with Jonah. Uh, so right. uh, this is part one part of one. a two part series because we're about to do, um, you know, next week we're going to have a Discord discipleship uh, and did yes. get into uh, what Jonah is doing there. And so you're going to want to stay tuned for that. I want to just share my my wrap ups here as as I'm hearing this uh, because I'm deeply convicted um, as I have been talking about TikTok for too long, but not making sure I'm doing it myself. Um, and so I'm going to commit to my personal TikTok uh, is going to have more consistent content on it. We will have, I don't even know, Aaron, if we have a social media church TikTok, um, but I think that we don't. And I am disappointed and devastated in myself yeah, uh, that, yeah. that we haven't yet done that. So I'm we trying will to swipe over Jonah's face right now so that he stops convicting me. Like I'm trying to get off of this <laughs> reel right now, but it's just like, uh, I can't get rid of him. I can't get rid of him. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to, we're, we're going to lean into TikTok, and it's going to be a lot of work. Um, and it's, it's going to require some attention. Uh, but we're going to prioritize uh, for this ministry uh, that, that we do for, for church leaders and better represent how it should be used. But, but I think it's a bottom line that I hear here, here is that we need to uh, just do it. And, and we need to, we're not going to post too much 
on TikTok. And the more we post, the more we're going to learn uh, and, and the better chance we're going to have to reach people. And there's probably not been a better evangelism opportunity or outreach opportunity. Um, and, and I think we get into the details of the algorithm, but it is very localized from what I have learned and experienced. So for a local church, I think you especially have opportunity. A local pastor, it, a lot of times people say, I don't want to reach the world like Nick Vujic. Great. But you can really reach your local community with this platform too. It's not just global evangelism that, that's happening here. And so there's just so much opportunity. Uh, I hope uh, those listening are inspired. I hope you take action. Uh, I hope you'll tag us and let us, you know, like see what you did as you learned. Uh, and if you're not following Joda, you can go to socialmedia.church. Uh, we'll have in the show notes a link to his uh, TikTok to the Limbless Preacher TikTok uh, to the the selfie stick tripod phone tripod yep. uh, that he's using um, all of it and uh, and we want we want to see your TikToks uh, we want to see you reach people through this platform uh, because this is an incredible opportunity so we're gonna wind down this episode there go to social media church for more info uh, go Can leave I a rating a and review hook, on a Apple quick podcast hook go ahead, Aaron. to go to part two. Because uh, some of you, as the good pastors that you are, are already thinking about this. Well, that's great to reach millions of people, but what are you doing with them? Are you stewarding them? Are you pastoring them? What the heck are you doing with them? Are you just giving them a video to watch? And so part two is all about, yes, Discord and Jonah's discipleship strategy for Discord. But that's that's where they go from TikTok. So before you get you know high and righteous and all of these things, I want you to know that Jonah ha- has a whole strategy uh, that you'll also be able to execute upon. And, and so part two is worth listening to because you hear what happens once they've found Jonah and once they've been inspired um, and how the discipleship and the practical outworking actually happens because that isn't on TikTok. It's actually on Discord. So part two, you've got to listen. All right, come back for part two. We'll talk to you again on the next episode.